Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. What about the, uh, the impact of uh, the COVID-19 variants and the climbing numbers of positive tests across Canada? What about the concerns about the availability of vaccines across this nation, which led to the 16-week wait time between vaccination, as determined was okay by NASI, we're the only country in the world so doing. Are Canadians placed at risk by this COVID-19 vaccination policy? Where should vaccination priority then be directed? And then there's the continuing saga of the AstraZeneca vaccine, which, well, the, the various parameters or demographics which could be vaccinated, who could be vaccinated, changed consistently. We're joined by Professor Suresh Tiku. He's the Director of Vaccinology and Immunotherapeutics at the School of Public Health of the University of Saskatchewan. We've spoken with Professor Tiku in the past. Professor, thank you very much for coming back. And could I get you to please give me your sense of the increased um, challenges that we're facing because of the variants? Uh, variants, <clears throat> what is happening is right now is that uh, it looks like uh, variant, uh, about 80%, uh, 80 to 85% of the cases right now happening all over the Canada is because of variants. And mostly prevalent, about 70% is uh, British variant B117. And uh, most striking effect is that uh, it appears that these variants are causing serious illness in and hospitalization in young population, about 20 to 50 years, who are mostly essential workers and do not have luxury to work from home. Yeah, the essential workers aspect is very important, isn't it? Yeah, that's correct. Well, let's go back to what you and I spoke about initially, and this continues and that is the now still accepted 16-week pause between the first vaccination and the second vaccination for Canadians. The argument's been made they want to get as many first jabs into Canadian arms as possible, but there do you still have the concerns that you had when we first spoke about the 16-week wait period? I still have the same concern what I said a couple of weeks ago is that where is the data? If uh, there is a scientific data, where is the data? Data is for general population. Data is available only up to seven or eight weeks of uh, first immunization, but there is no data available which suggests uh, more than 12 weeks. That's number one. And the very latest data coming uh, about uh, delaying this for four, uh, four months, particularly in old people, is causing really concern because the data coming from BC, from UK, and from research uh, Publications suggest that uh, the old people have weak immune response compared to the young people. The antibodies decline much faster in old people than young people. And the real-world data after six weeks suggests that single dose protects about 50 to 55 percent efficacy in preventing symptoms. There are two doses in uh, people over 70 years provide about 95 percent efficacy. And particularly in cancer patients, single dose, most cancer patients largely are completely are unprotected after five weeks. And two doses protect about 95% uh, antibodies after five weeks. So if you see all this data, uh, which suggests uh, that uh, particularly old people are really, really vulnerable if the delay is kept four months. Uh, Professor Tikua, has there been enough response, enough challenge of this 16-week period, you think, in this country by the medical profession and by political leaders? 
Yes, I think uh, there have been uh, uh, letters signed by different, uh, I do not know about political leaders, but by the scientists from in Ontario, in Alberta and other provinces, which they have sent to their governments as well as to the NASI, National Advisory Committee on Immunization, uh, providing these data and suggesting that uh, the, these, the four-month uh, duration for uh, four-month uh, duration for the second immunization should be changed particularly in particular for the old people and i think uh, uh, my uh, recollection is that uh, nasi is looking at this at this time and point and uh, there may be a good news coming in a week or so well the good news is only applicable if we have enough vaccines isn't it uh, that is correct. Uh, good news is only applicable if we have vaccines. That is correct, bit, which I think as at this time and point is not in the hands of the government. Okay, uh, we, we could talk about that, but sure. we're, we're a little, well, why do you say that it's not in the hands of government? Because uh, there is no production unit in uh, Canada, and all vaccine is being imported, I mean, and so they cannot control that. For example, tomorrow, EU says no vaccine goes out of uh, country, so Canada cannot do anything. Well, so we should have had production uh, capability, and we do have, in certain areas, we've talked to the uh, the owner of... uh, of uh, Nuvax, Don, Dr. Donald Gerson in Montreal, whose facility is ready to go, but the federal government didn't respond to his offer to produce vaccines. So there we have some pushing and pulling at the same time. Let me ask you this. Are Canadians uh, placed at risk be, by this COVID vaccination policy? Which policy? I mean... The 16 weeks. Let's go back to that. Yes, that is... Yes, yes. I, I have said that before. I will repeat that again. Yes, yeah, they are, do. because there is no real data. Uh, even Pfizer, uh, Pfizer just uh, published or produced the data from their uh, phase three clinical trials, and they said that uh, two vaccinations three weeks apart protect people, general population, including old, for six months. Yeah. Two two immunizations, not one, three weeks apart. Yeah. The CDC just uh, the other day said that it's okay to get your second dose four days early. Then they say if you miss your second vaccine dose. You can receive it up to six weeks after the first one for both Pfizer and Moderna, but six weeks, not 16 weeks. That is correct. Because if you see that, and that too, that six weeks is based on a lot of data from other vaccinations and vaccination protocols. Two, three weeks, you can go up and down in those protocols, but just going four months is quite long. And to my knowledge, I have never seen such a immunization protocol in my life. Professor Tiku, let me also ask you about AstraZeneca. That's sure. been all over the compass, all 32 compass points, it seems. One demographic is okay at this time, another demographic is okay at that time. People are confused about AstraZeneca, and it doesn't do much for people who have vaccine hesitancy. Sure. So what do you make of the AstraZeneca situation? AstraZeneca, first of all, uh, in Canada, they better, I mean, federal government and the provincial government, they, be- they better come together and the expert panels and give any recommendation with one voice. Health Canada is saying something else, uh, NASI is saying something else, and then provinces are doing something else. It has created a lot of problems, particularly for AstraZeneca vaccine. And it's difficult to blame people if they lose confidence in AstraZeneca vaccine, because in three weeks there have been three recommendations. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.